Hello, Podwalkers, and welcome to the 100th episode of the Goblin Lore Podcast. This is Hobbs Q, and I am just, I, I, I have been saying this for weeks leading up to this moment. This just is surreal. I cannot imagine a world. I didn't, I never thought that we would be at 100 episodes. I, I did not know when we started this journey where we would end up, but 100 episodes just is mind blowing to me. So I am joined by my two other hosts. So Chase and Alex are here with me. We're going to kind of do a little bit of an introduction, just kind of say hi to everybody and then tell you a little bit about what we're doing for our 100th episode. So hey, Chase and Alex. Hey, Hobbs. <laughs> glad you guys are here. <laughs> I'm glad to be back on Dancing with the Stars. I <laughs> never thought I'd be invited back. I'm really excited to meet my partner, uh, Nicole Bolas. Uh, <laughs> uh, his name is often pronounced incorrectly. Um, but uh, I'm really ready to get out there and uh, make a name for myself on the dance floor. <laughs> well, we, we actually paired you with Squee this season. Um, we thought you needed a cute little goblin. You're just, you were too overwhelming. Some might say for Nicol Bolas. Mm -hmm. I think that's the. I think that's what he said. It, very often on the dance floor, I look like I am incredibly ill, and not <laughs> and not in the cool uh, hip slang as the young. Not like say. a Beastie Boys. No, Ill no, kind no. Of so it'll be okay. really nice to you know sit back, relax, and dance with somebody a bit more my my speed. Squee, if you're you, out there and you're listening, I'm ready to to shake and bake with you. Somebody you can't actually kill. No, I mean. Oh, we'll see about that. <laughs> we'll see about that. Uh, that's making me wonder what the last season of Dancing with the Stars might have incorporated well, with Chase. We don't talk about it. They didn't air it. <laughs> that's correct. In fact, I can't talk much about it. Um, I've been advised by legal counsel to not mention more than I've just said at this exact moment. Well, then I'm just going to leave you with this segue. <laughs> I'm leaving you with this phrase right here, Alex. Red-headed aggro. Oh. Well, just also, I guess, to, to properly segue, as we tend to <laughs> by calling on the segue, pointing at the segue, waving at it as it drives away, or whatever segues do. Um, gyroscope away? Segway is actually my favorite dance move. <laughs> <laughs> um, as as Hobbs said at, at the top, I am just blown away that that we're at 100 episodes um the support of everybody who's been listening who's joined on the cast has is been incredible um i know hobbs and i mentioned this well, about six months ago i think when we had our two-year anniversary and, and the two of us recorded and we talked about kind of the beginning of the cast but he and i both started and didn't think of ourselves as like main host like we when oh we yeah joe like neither of us both hobbs and i were like well maybe i'll guest but i don't think that's something i could could commit to consistently and it's just been to go from there to here now and and i mean i think we even said after the first recording we were like no this is something i want to be doing um i think you and i both just had different versions of um some anxiety or uh imposter syndrome maybe to when it started i mean <laughs> on this we, cast <laughs> it has evolved to become a much more powerful version of imposter syndrome it, it, it has adapted but um and i think at least for myself that's why i was a little hesitant to start i know podcasting is a thing that i'd wanted to do for a long time podcasts were 
when I first got back into magic, um, when I was just kind of getting out and doing things socially, because I had just been diagnosed with my social anxiety and magic was, was a good social outlet for me, podcasts were my way to feel connected with the greater magic community beyond just the handful of people at my store. So this was a thing that I've kind of wanted to do for years and years, but I just never really thought I would have enough to say to consistently do a podcast. And here we are at 100 episodes, some, you know, more episodes planned, things that were, you know, recorded with things, half-baked concepts in a big <laughs> lift that eventually we stir into a big pot and come up with something. So it's just incredible you're to just, me. You're, 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 you're seeding future color pie of food episodes. I came up with one on my way home yesterday and I was See, going to talk to you about it. <laughs> and, and, yeah. And, and like I said, and along the way, you know, we had Chase on as like a guest just for a fantastic mental health topic. And she came on and just like blew us away. I mean, we, mm -hmm. we all were huge fans of you to begin with, Chase, but just how naturally you kind of joined in with me alex and joe at that point enough yeah. that we wanted to like literally immediately record with you afterwards yeah. rename our 50th episode after you to be <laughs> yeah, the I fairy airy podcast I, I think in in the 100 episodes we've done in this cast like we have definitely had recordings that have gone long and been split but we've never sat down and done multiple recordings with the same person in a short period of time no except with you chase it, it right and, i mean it's incredible. and that's why we always have you back whenever we you're like you're, you're able to and that's why we wanted you to be here today is you know you're you're our third host at this point we love having you i mean we, i mean we just recorded with you again i mean <laughs> we, we keep finding ways to bring you back you keep saying yes awkwardly awkwardly is the keyword in that statement but yes um <laughs> i'm very happy that you guys continue to allow me to leech onto you much like a barnacle leaks leeches onto a ship or those little tiny fish leech onto the back of a shark uh, I, I appreciate, <laughs> I don't know what they're called, but they're small and I, they always look like little baby sharks. Um, I, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I really thought you were about to burst into song there. And I, maybe that's just because of having a two-year-old that I now have to hear that all the time. Well, da, 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 da. um, I, uh, I'm really happy that you guys have allowed me to continue to come on here. Um, and talk about fun topics and important topics, stupid topics that I really enjoy. Like we, I know we're going to sit down at some point and have that conversation about um, the uh, the multi-franchise sort of uh, <laughs> equation of magic characters. I know that on stream and unfortunately have naturally talked about um, <laughs> Twilight characters as magic, you no, know, like magic characters as Twilight equivalents and magic characters as Scooby-Doo equivalents and how the plot of uh, the Scooby-Doo live action movie is the same as uh, yeah. know, the the Gatewatch. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. I mean, that sentiment. <laughs> We've, we've like, this has happened organically so many times that just Chase starts talking about a random franchise and brings it to magic. My favorite being the Twilight one, yeah. even though I think it was mainly just because it felt like 
I felt bad for Alex at that point because I unfortunately knew way more about Twilight than I I probably should. Alex knows like nothing. (laughs) And Chase was very excited about that one. Alex, so basically what happens is a a young teenage girl moves to Forks, Washington because her mother lives in Arizona and is going on a vacation not a vacation but like a work trip with her with her with her new husband who's a baseball player and she stays with her dad who she hasn't seen in years but he's a good dad but he's a stern grizzly man who's also a cop then she meets (laughs) edward cullen and his family of cullens who are siblings that are adopted but some of them also date each other um, and they all kind of look like paley white, but it is the Pacific Northwest, yeah. so you know it's kind of smart. And they and 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 Edward's like, I can't be with you, and she's like, But I want to be with you, and he's like, But I can't be with you, and then she's like, You're a vampire, and he's like, Say it, and she's like, I just did, and then um, they have a baseball game, um, and then she almost dies in a ballet studio the point is it is a thrilling series the only thing missing from that initial synopsis is the fact that vampires aren't affected by sun they just like sparkle in them oh they also have superpowers some of them some of them some of them very few of them and rami malik is in the last movie (laughs) people forget he was in twilight but he was he was in breaking dawn (laughs) <laughs> and Dakota Fanning's in two of them. She is in two of them, yes. Yeah. See? Yeah. And it's... I don't have a problem with... I, in fact, I think that <laughs> conversation was really entertaining, particularly as an outsider, and that's why I enjoy recording, and particularly why I record enjoy recording with you, Chase, because it's just... We, we, you know, we have a message we want to bring. We want to try to bring mental health things. We want to pr- try to talk about, you know, social justice and issues and things. And, but at the same time, it feels a lot like I'm 15 in a basement drinking too much caffeine with my friends and just going on some random tangent about snowman assassins, which is a thing <laughs> that a friend and I did 20 some years ago. So it's like, it, it, it there's the same energy there. And that's why it's just so much fun to, to, be here and be part of this well i think you sum up for me like why i still feel at 100 episodes that we have something to say and why we're still going is that um this is fun for us to do you know we're talking about serious topics we're talking about things that maybe have a message to them but we also just have a lot of fun with doing it because you know these are important things that we're discussing and there is a amount of levity that can be added to it and it just it's been I, I was just talking about how the fact that I've been on Twitter for over 10 years I thought about this earlier today just with us knowing that we were doing this tonight and realizing that like it's only been within the last couple that I've started to do what I would consider content creation and I will say that without this cast I I don't know with all of my life changes that have happened in the last three years if I would still be engaged with the magic community and this cast has really kept me anchored and it is because i enjoy getting together with these people and talking same same with me like i don't i have not played a game of magic since january last year um i haven't and even then like i didn't play much i haven't played much magic for the last couple of years outside of gps which we don't have right now 
And this has, and, and I did some content creation before. I, I wrote articles for a couple different um, websites that don't exist anymore. And I enjoyed that because I, I do enjoy writing, but this is so much more engaging than just writing articles, particularly for small sites that not a lot of people go to. Um, and that's why, like, so this keeps me engaged in the community, but like, it is so much more than the content that I did before. For me, it's just really fun to uh, sit down and like record um, me being me because I, I, I'm a very shy and reserved person by nature, but I really like to talk about, you know, things that I'm passionate about magic and mental health. And I think that's where I can kind of let myself be truly chaotic. I like to use that word to describe myself um, because I have a lot of stupid humor or say a lot of stupid things. <laughs> very rarely do I like to to put thought behind statements said like um the uh the whole twilight thing and the whole scooby-doo thing not a not one brain cell went into that that discussion <laughs> of that discussion topic i just said it because it made sense it, it makes sense <laughs> like, like and, and the fact that we ran with it because it did make sense and that's why i love doing this like it started out that way because you were so passionate it just occurred to you and you owned it. You went with it. You didn't just like, you weren't shy about like, no, 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 let's keep going. Mm -hmm. And I just had another thought. The Phyrexians are the Volturi. Uh, it hit <laughs> me now. Uh, if you know Twilight, then you know. Um, but Alex, what the Volturi are in Twilight, they're like, the they're the, they're the vampire government in Italy that adhere by ancient rules. And if you break those rules, they kill you. Um so I'm going to make that that connection there. The Frexians are the Volturi because they want to make you perfect. Uh, team Edward. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's what I got. <laughs> so we're, yeah, so, so we're your host, Alex, Jason, Thomas, Hobbs. I, wow, I, I, that's actually one of the only times I've said my real human name on here. Your um, human name? <laughs> human as, a, as opposed to your vampire Twilight name. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> My <laughs> my my Hobbs vampire Sona. Hobbs is his gob given name. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so what you guys are gonna what you all are gonna get ready to hear coming up is um we reached out to some of the other people that have been on the show, some of the guests that we've had in the first two years. Um just to kind of ask a simple question. What have you been up to since being on the show? But kind of really with an emphasis because as most of us have had what have you been doing during this pandemic you know what are you what work are you doing what creative or things are you doing what are you doing for yourself and people responded and i mean once again i think we're we're always shocked almost like the deer in the headlight thing that like i don't feel like i should be shocked anymore but i still am because we got a great response and we had so many people just record and take that time for us and send it. And that's that's what you're getting going to get ready to hear. So that's what we have for you today. Uh, I will be honest. I didn't even listen to what people sent because I wanted to experience it. And so you're getting to experience it kind of in that same way. So I hope you sit back uh, and enjoy. And we'll be back with more episodes in the coming year, in this coming year. Uh, you want to say anything else, Chase or Alex? Um, my new book. Uh... Uh, Twilight in 
in in in um uh it's a working <laughs> title it's a working title but title's not important but let me tell you when 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 the book hits you'll know um and <laughs> just scrap that whole thing i just no said. way that is <laughs> not being cut in any way no <laughs> the book is just called twilight in 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 it's just an echo at that point <laughs> It's it's this is perfect on bread. I was I was trying to come up with some way to say like thank you to everyone in different words because we've already said that, and so I just kind of sat here staring off into space, which makes for great audio. And then Chase jumps in with just a wonderful like Chase content, and yeah, glad to glad to be here, and uh, glad for everyone else who joins us here has joined us here. Hey, Goblin friends, this is uh, Bibliovore Orc, um, the Orcish Librarian. And I have to be honest, it's been a challenge to try to come up with a way to describe the experience of this past year that just doesn't come back to how much I miss my family and I miss my friends. And I've recorded this segment uh, over and over again trying to find a way to to talk about this but i really don't have the words to do it so i'm just gonna i'm just gonna talk and we'll we'll see what comes out um my wife and i started out the year by moving uh from boston where we had lived for the past 13 years to Washington DC and as it turns out we moved basically the week before the the pandemic really took hold here in the United States and so we got to a new city and then pretty much immediately became a bubble of two and for the last nine months it's really just been the two of us and I'm cognizant of how incredibly fortunate I am in my life, um, just in general, but specifically now that that I've gotten to spend these nine months with the most important person in my life, the person who I love, the person who is my best friend in the whole world, the the person who makes my days, you know, okay. Um, and we're all right, you know. We can work from home. We're we're safe. We're able to keep ourselves safe um we're incredibly fortunate and i don't lose sight of that i try not to but at the same time i just miss people so much i miss my friends and i miss my family i miss just being able to be in the same room with these people that that i care about so much and being able to share a joke and play a game of commander and take ridiculous photos together all these things that you just you miss them when they're not there and as wonderful as it's been to be able to play things like webcam commander games as wonderful as it's been to be able to play things like online cube drafts as as wonderful as it's been to be able to stay in touch with group chat and with Twitter and with Discord and to every once in a while get the opportunity to just 
check in with people and say hello on video it's not the same it's not the same experience and I just miss that friendship and that belonging so much um, all those things that I think it's fair to say I took for granted before now I, I feel their absence acutely and I just there's so many people who I wish I could hug so many people who I wish I could just be in the same room with them for long enough to tell them how much they matter to me um, and instead it's this you know this just strange experience of waking up tired every morning and going to bed tired every evening and feeling scared and angry and depressed in alternating measures um, and on the one hand I think we're all entitled to those feelings at the moment those are understandable ways to react to the situation that we find ourselves in and it would be stranger not to feel those things and it is to feel them but on the other hand it's a hard way to live it's it's not the way I like to feel um, it's difficult and I wish I had something more eloquent than this I wish I had a brilliant coping strategy that I could share with you all for how I go about my life and how I, I find a way to keep going but at the at the end of the day I just kinda drag myself forward from day to day because I wanna get to the other end of this so that I can see you all again and that's really it hey all you followers of goblin lore out there this is Gavin Verhey from Wizards of the Coast. I was a guest on the show, I don't know, a long time ago now. The show's been around for quite a while, as I'm sure you know, and I'm so happy to get the opportunity to come back and say a few words now. You know, 2020 has been a rough year, and I'm so glad that podcasts like this one exist to not only highlight the community of magic, but also highlight the importance of mental health during this time. So thank you so much for the wonderful hosts for making sure this show runs. You know, for me, one of the things about magic that is so memorable about this year is even though it's been such a hard time with not being able to meet up for events and trust me as someone who loves traveling the world and seeing people and going to these incredible events I miss it so much I miss it it's beyond words it's hard to put in to describe what it is but I'm sure many of you uh, feel exactly the same way but what I think is so remarkable is that despite all of this magic has still thrived and people who have found ways to adapt I mean magic players are so flexible and adaptable. We found something in the world that was fighting against our ability to play our favorite game. And we said, no, we're not going to let the world beat us at this. And we started coming up with our own ways and creating things like Spell Table, finding ways to play Webcam Commander. That's wild. If you told me a year ago I would be having tons of fun playing Commander over a webcam pointed down at my table against other people, I would tell you, no way. But here we are. And I do it you know, a couple times a week, I have a great time with it, and it's like being with my friends. And then the cool upside to it, too, is you can play with people all around the world. And for me, I'm always looking at the bright side, which is, okay, well, yeah, I can't go down to my local store and play with my friends or, you know, invite people over, but I can sign up for a game and play with anybody, even people on this very show. So I'm so grateful that the Magic community has adapted in that way and that you all have maintained a high level of excitement 
and that you have just really been enjoying a lot of the stuff we've been creating. You know, Magic has continued to put out all kinds of really cool stuff this year, so thank you for following along with it all and for supporting both me, um, but also uh, all of us in our endeavors. I know we've been hard at work on a lot of stuff, and I can't wait for you to see what 2021 has in store. There's some really cool stuff. I, there's a number of sets I'm really excited about. Of course, we're, we're going to kick it off with Call Time, but then we're into a set I had a huge, huge, huge part of, which was Thomas Brawl Remastered, followed by Strixhaven, which, well, I can't say much about it yet, but let's just say I am extremely excited for a number of things going on in that set. But anyway, don't want to get into the future too much. That'll be for 2021 to discover. I hope that 2021 finds us better than so many of it did for uh, for 2020. And uh, thank you so much for being an avid listener of the show and for supporting the game that we all love so much. And thank you so much to the hosts of this wonderful, incredible show for bringing it to us consistently and for bringing a great and reasoned voice that supports not only magic, but the mental model of magic that helps us run our heads, our brains, our mental game. So thank you all so much and enjoy the rest of the show. One more time. Well, okay, that's probably better. Yeah, that looks better. Yay! I had to fix the microphone a bunch and stuff. So you get to hear us and edit all the smarmy bullshit we just toss at you. So, I don't know. Um, smarmy bullshit. Yeah, so it's Matt. And Jen. Hi. Uh, so what have we been doing during the pandemic? Oh, my God. Besides being stressed out. Yeah, I have been working at home since mid-March now, and the cats are completely out of sorts still as to why in the hell I am home all the time. So that's a thing. Um, I, I started grad school, actually. I've started a master's program in data analytics, and I apologize for all the cars you can hear going outside through the snow. Um <laughs> And uh, right now I'm just about to finish my second class. Uh, hopefully, should, uh, well, I have an A definitely in one, and I'm carrying an A in the second one, so hopefully I'll end up with a 4.0 for the semester. Um, we're picking up um, commissions now. We've got, like, three commissions in line to do for people, so, so that's pretty cool. I can't give out the details on those yet, but they're three projects we're really, really excited about. And I've talked for a little bit, so I'll let Jen talk a bit so I don't just keep babbling. But I don't know what to talk about. Um, let's see. What should Jen talk about? Um, I, like, I haven't been doing much. My <laughs> workshop is a looks like a bomb hit it because we're, we're like all stuffed into the basement, which is where I usually work. So I trip over Matt because he's home, and he trips over me because I'm here, and I don't get much done. But yeah, we've been, I guess, kind of doodling, 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 doodly, doodly, um, <laughs> uh, through like a bunch of stuff. Like I've, I've picked up, uh, picked Warhammer back up, which I'm kind of dragging Jin and, and my son into, and they both want Tyranids, which makes no, me I sad. No, I said I would do Sisters of Battle. Oh, did you? I thought you said you still wanted the bugs, though. I like bugs, but oh, okay. I would do Sisters of Battle. They look cool. You can do. I mean, you can do whatever. I just made me sad. I'm like, oh my god, they both want bugs. It's horrible. Um, what what else have we been doing? I mean, really, just kind of been missing people and wanting to go see friends. Absolutely um, missing everybody. Yeah, that that's that's really. 
I'd say that's really the just the big down part about this. Well, I mean, we went from doing what five or six events a year to doing nothing this year, so it's it's been hard. Yeah. Oh, we got new bicycles though. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Sorry for that that volume spike there, but yeah, we got new bicycles. And if you were not aware, there was a bicycle shortage. So, so we didn't get them till it was cold and could barely use them. But it's better that like we I when did I get mine? Like early November? Yeah. And yours came shortly after because we switched. Yeah, we switched the bike that Jim was gonna get because they originally said, Oh, okay, you're not gonna get yours till December. No big deal. And then they said, Yeah, that one's out of stock, so you can get it in July. We're like Nope. Yeah, pass. So what can you find for us there? And they got Jin a new bike, which is really cool. It's actually better for me too, because it's not skinny tires. Yes, and it's it's Jin sized, which is, is pretty awesome. And mine is blue, because it's because he's blue trash. Because I am blue trash, and specifically said on that, it even says on the receipt, bike must be blue. The, the salesperson <laughs> was really really cool about buying into the joke about it. So so that that was pretty awesome. Um, I mean, but otherwise, I mean, we're kind of just. Hunkered down here. Existing. Yeah, existing. We're holding up okay. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's even tough when, you know, the introverts are like, yeah, I got to get the hell out of here. So, you know, <laughs> you know that's, yeah. so it's definitely been wearing on, on us a bit. But we're we're holding up all right. We got PS5s. Yes, Woo! we did. Um, because you're stubborn. Yes, I am a stubborn. <laughs> there are, like, some things that I'm just really passive about, but, like, hunting stuff online, I am, like, a friggin' tenacious, nasty, nasty dog, and I don't let go. So, I got one for me, I got one for Jin, and I found one for my for my kid, actually, too. Um, and I've taken up streaming, which has actually been, like, a friggin' riot for me. Um, so, shameless self-plug, um, I can be found at... Uh, Scrapper underscore lock on Twitch, which, you know, you can see just a happy ferret is my thing. But, yeah, I've just gotten into playing a whole bunch of other stuff and, and trying to keep myself busy. But, I mean, I'd say all in all, we're we're doing okay. Yeah. You know, it, it would just be better if we didn't have to be okay, you know, sitting here all the time. You Thune. know, Thune, yeah. I get, <laughs> I get up, I go to work, you know, in my basement, and then I'm like, yeah, I'm done for work, you know, done with work for the day, and then I move over, like, three feet to my PC, and I'm like, well, that was fun. What a long commute. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, we missed the heck out of you. Oh, but I will say, oh, we are planning on some, jeez, you know, we probably should talk about that. We are planning on some cosplays for ourselves. Um... I, I was originally going to start with doing Zavala from Destiny 2, but all of a sudden, because I've started playing Hades now, I am going to do Charon because, hell yes. Because that's really cool. And, yeah. And I don't know what Jen wants to do. I still want to do my Hunter, but I also want to do Robin Hood. Oh, Robin Hood, yes. Uh, Decidueye from Pokemon. Oh, we also have, like... And every time I stop, I'm like, oh, my God, we've got, like, this mini print farm of, like, resin printers. I mean, how many do we have now? Like, six. Six? And we're starting to work on fulfillment of, oh, yeah. Um, we did uh, uh, Extra Life and raised oh, over, um, we raised $1,075 for the Children's Hospital Foundation of Pittsburgh, which beat our goal. So we're very happy about that. Um so yeah, we've given you like 
six and a half, seven minutes worth of stuff. So um, feel free to hack and slash and pick and choose of what you want. Just don't make us look bad. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Um, But otherwise, we miss the absolute hell out of you. We miss the hell out of the whole community. It sucks that we're stuck here. But again, someday we will um, be happy to raid your house when you have that barbecue. Yes, I said it. <laughs> and, you know, make brisket or ribs or barbecue or whatever. Feed me. I like food. Pork butt. Pork butt. What, what? Pork butt. <laughs> I can't okay. Go wrong with pork butt. No, never. All right. We miss you very much. Hopefully, everybody else is doing well, and you should see this soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> and then I just realized I went back and I looked at. Uh, uh, what you asked us to do, and we didn't do a damn thing you asked us to. So um, maybe I should give you a little bit more heads up on that. So what have we do, done to stay connected? Um, we've got, you know, uh, contacts through Discord and Twitter and Telegram, and we just kind of like pop in, you know, now and then to see how everyone is doing and, you know, what they're working on. Um like I said, yeah, the, the streaming has been good because, you know, I've pulled in some people from the, the community, like uh, Tarmocat has come on to play, and Purple Rogue has come on to play, uh, Jackbox, uh, EOT Impulse, um, uh, Angel uh, has come in uh, to play as well. So it's been nice, and uh, I think um, Tappy might come play Phasmophobia with us. Um, so that, that's been fun uh, to you know, uh, give us, you know, the connection back from everyone. But I'd say, you know, we, we talk to, you know, quote, talk, unquote, um, to, you know, a lot of the cosplay community, um, you know, daily, every other day, a little bit, um, you know, just through these group communications. Um, but boy, I tell you, nothing, nothing beats the real thing, you know, just to, to, you know, sit and goof and laugh at each other, laugh with each other. Um, but, uh, that's really how we've, you know, approached it. Um, but, you know, we, what, what I really miss is, is, um, that first day when you get in and you see people that you haven't seen in, you know, maybe months, you know, and I, I think it's probably a little more poignant for Jin and I because we don't go to as many magic events as some of the other people do um you know just because you know traveling from east sucks and the really good events are on the west coast um so you know there's that as well um but okay there's like another two and a half minutes of stuff that you can kind of like splice in there sorry about that miss you guys bye Hey, what's up, goblins? Uh, as for this past year since I've been on the show, I don't even, has it even been a year? I don't know, 2020 feels like it's been a long time. I actually have done a lot. Uh, my YouTube channel's grown to, I think, almost three times what it was when I was on the show. I'm at around 8,000 subscribers. I'm doing three full streams a week. I started a new web show with Brian David Marshall, Monty Davuti, and Caroline Cavanaugh now called... Uh, Supreme Verdict, so that's a thing we're doing. I've been able to help out some other people working on getting content started. 
and just staying generally busy. You know, I'm still kind of planning what 2021 is going to look like. I've just been trying to focus all of this downtime and in some cases negative energy, you know, that that people are putting out there and see if I can turn it into something positive. You know, there's a lot of people who are going through stuff right now and it's been good to be kind of a steadying voice and a steadying presence for a lot of people. It's been really interesting to see how many people have reached out and just been happy that I have content out every day that they can follow. You know, a bunch of people are now following our podcast, which weren't before. And that's exciting, you know, to know that I've now completed over a year's worth of streaming officially, over a year's worth of podcasting. And come February to be a full year, I've been doing YouTube videos every day on YouTube. And it's a lot of work, but it's been very rewarding. So I'm very happy. I feel very fortunate, you know, to be in this situation because a lot of people haven't had that uh, possibility with everything going on. And I didn't want to take a single moment for granted this year, especially with all the other social issues and things that were happening around us, you know, and I wanted to like decide what can I really do, you know, and I, you know, I got into commentary and I'm doing that and it's just been a pile of stuff. You know, I, I feel, I tell people all the time, I feel very fortunate that I'm not born with the embarrassment gene. <laughs> you know, I can kind of do things without fear and I, I've never been one to be afraid of failure. You know, and that's one of the things if I could tell anybody is, hey, there's a lot of projects you can be part of. There's a lot of different things you can try and things you can do, but don't be afraid to fail because you are. I mean, I think that's the thing. Like I I can tell people if you look at stuff I started doing in February and compared to what I do now, it's light years different. But I don't get here if I don't start there. So, yeah, just know that your best stuff is not going to be what comes out on day one but each day you don't start that's a day further away you are from learning from picking up a new skill from advancing whatever it is whatever cause whatever it is you're working on you know you're taking more time and myself included I could have done this even before I did I had other stuff going on in life and I was able to really take advantage of 2020 uh, hopefully this pays off going forward, you know, but I feel like I've learned a lot this year, met a lot of cool people. I'm listening to more podcasts and I just feel more in tune kind of with things going on around the community, which I think is really important. You know, I, we all enjoy the games. We all enjoy the stories. But at the end of the day, you kind of need to know, get a get a good feel for the room, you know, if you really want to be successful on, on all levels. So, yeah, I want to thank y'all for just even having me on your show, because that was fun. <laughs> and it's just another way to meet people and kind of become part of the community. So much appreciated. Uh, I was glad to have y'all be part of this journey for me on 2020. And I've already got some stuff planned for 2021 uh, when that rolls around. So hopefully we get to start 2021 out right and it's as good as 2020 was. Hopefully better, because 2020 has been kind of a mess. Hey, this is Reinhardt, your friendly neighborhood curmudgeon and raconteur. So, what have I been doing this fine pandemic season? Uh, obviously, it's mostly been surviving like everyone else. I've definitely degenerated into a bulk food-buying bunker goon like, uh, like John Goodman in 10 Cloverfield Lane. Only with fewer aliens, I hope. 
On the writing front, I continue on my third novel. It's a contemporary young adult series. The third novel is called We Are Not Alone. And funnily enough, it is not about aliens, even though the title may suggest that. I also continue to write reviews on various uh, YA books for the American Library Association's book list. And finally, I, uh, I have to admit here that I have been hard at work at a super secret, I'm, I'm air quoting here, project that may or may not be highly apropos to this podcast and others like it. I have signed a piece of paper threatening copious visitations by eldritch horrors if I reveal more, so I'm not going to get into it much more than that, at least right now. Last but not least, I've been spending time with my family. Uh, My daughter just turned two years old this past week, and that's really exciting. And uh, so I really hope everyone out there is able to touch base with their loved ones, you know, get a few friends on Zoom or whatever. Uh, just really, just just really reach out, you know. Lots of people are are struggling nowadays, and and that's normally been the case around the holidays. So as we roll into that festive season, I'm I'm really thinking about you guys. And if anyone out there needs like someone to bounce things off of, someone to just chat around with, you know, hey, you can reach out to me. Um, let's have a sit, of course, virtually. Uh, good luck, everyone. Stay safe and healthy, and I will see you hopefully at the gaming table very soon. Hello, everyone in the magic community. This is Mike. I'm at Mike Wildspeaker on Twitter, and I was a guest on Goblin Lore back on episode 26. I'm a high school science teacher at a very large and wonderfully diverse public high school here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I teach science there and I run two extracurricular activities. I coach wrestling and I run a game club. The game club all started nine years ago with my own bulk magic cards, D&D stuff, and board games. I specifically wanted to bring games and all the benefits of gaming to underrepresented demographics in the gaming community. So I started the game club. But my own sweet, sweet homelands and fallen empires bulk quickly ran out. But the magic community and the Twitter community has been amazing at supporting the students. People have reached out and donated stuff that ends up being a kid's first magic deck in collection and their first D&D book and set of dice. Let them do their first pre-release or draft. It's been really awesome. And the pandemic changed a lot. I haven't been in a classroom since March. Our school is 100% virtual. And I feel like this is my first year of teaching all over again because I'm having to remake so much new material. Instead of being fresh out of college with no commitments, planning for this, I'm doing it while quarantining, while trying to be a good husband and father and caring for my mother-in-law who's battling cancer. And a lot of the students are really struggling. For a lot of kids, school is their shelter from a chaotic home life. And now school has been brought into a chaotic home life, exacerbating things. A lot of them are having to do childcare or work a job due to the circumstances of the pandemic. I see a lot of trauma happening. My school canceled all sports. I'm doing uh, virtual workouts without pay because I think it's so important for physical health and mental health. 
But on the bright side, my game club kids immediately adapted to doing the club virtually. All I had to do was make the meetings. D&D has been the easiest game to port over to virtual, and we've got multiple homebrewed campaigns going on. We've done online games like Among Us. We've done theme trivia, and we rotate hosting and coming up with questions. And there's many kids playing online versions of Magic. Wizards even supported a program where they uh, give free arena codes and D&D Beyond codes to clubs. Just using our virtual space to socialize with no educational imperative like there is during class time has been incredibly positive for their mental health and for mine too. And a few months into the school year, I finally got the okay to do curbside pickup of all of our game club supplies. So I gave kids tons of bulk magic cards and sealed product and everything they need for D&D, other games, just whatever they wanted that we had so they could go play it at home or do it online. And you know, a lot of the joys of magic are totally solo. These are teenagers just cracking their first commander pre-con and tweaking it or getting their first five row of bulk magic cards and picking through it, sorting, discovering new cards for the first time. Or they're getting their first D&D book that they can page through, pouring over all the spells and monsters and items for the first time. I haven't had as much time to game with my adult friends, but I still do. It's virtual now. But Twitter's been a great way to stay connected with the community. I just look for the community's many wonderful content creators out there doing positive things, celebrating each other. And even over the pandemic, people from Twitter have reached out to support the Game Club kids, and it's filled me with immense hope. There's a lot of negativity and toxicity out there, but there's far, far more positivity. And I just want to revel in it and encourage that, because that's what's going to get us through this pandemic and come out on the other side with a better community. Well, thanks for listening, and thanks for being a part of that positivity, Goblin Lore. Bye-bye. Hi, everybody. This is Sad Senpai. This is Hadoken. How's it going out there? So we were, um, you know, pretty honored to appear on the Goblin Lore podcast a few months back during the summer. Uh, had some nice conversations with the podcast. Uh, Hobbs Q. What's up? What's up? Um, we represent One More Mana. And I just want to say this has been a very interesting, it's the best word that I can use to describe uh, this time, you know, we had we had the pandemic this year, and of course that that threw a lot of things off whack. He's being nice. It's been boring. All right, <laughs> I want to be in them streets. The streets is calling me, <laughs> and I need to answer the call. Yeah. So normally we would go to our LGS. We would uh, you know chop it up with friends, go to their place. Sometimes we go out of states to travel to different conventions, different gaming places, and stuff like that. Yeah. But unfortunately, that has been pulled to a standstill. Yeah. Um, it's been very very. Um, I don't want to say sad, but it's been kind of kind of lonely. You know, our, we can't go to our friend's place anymore. Our actual LGS actually shut down here in Atlanta that we had just uh, become very acclimated to and very sad to see them go. And we were able to cope in some aspects. So some of the ways that I was able to cope is, one, keeping in contact with friends. So using uh, stuff like Spell Table, using different mediums to keep the game alive and keep playing. And also... Tended to some of my debts because I have been building some heat. <laughs> because when we get back to playing, oh yeah, the thunder is coming. 
Oh yeah, Zeus is here. Yeah, uh, definitely no shortage of decks to build. Uh, Magic the Gathering has been releasing product nonstop. Actually, it's been a little overwhelming. It's like exactly. they keep it's like they keep throwing trash cans at us, and I'm like, it's yo, like, yo, it, slow down, slow it's down. Like, it's <laughs> like they forget that rent is a thing. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, I like I know we got a lot of time on our hands, but I still need time to process all this product coming at us before I can build a deck. So I'm still look I'm literally still looking at a Coria to figure out what I can build from that. And we're on Commander Legends right now, so think about that. Well, all in all, we've been doing the best that we can with what we can, and that's what anybody can do in this situation. And we do know, you know, you know, you weather through the storm, and eventually you come out on the other side. I honestly got to say that this. Um, Forcing players to kind of connect through like mediums like spell table and podcast and, you know, just going digital. I think that we've connected with a lot of people that we otherwise we would have took it, taken us a while to meet uh, over the, the next couple of years. And so we've met a lot of great people uh, really because of this. And so you really have to look on the bright side sometimes. And I, I just can't wait to actually meet these people in person. Exactly. There is no substitute for the real thing. But, you know, you take the good, you take the bad, you take the rest and there you have facts with this pandemic <laughs> <laughs> so uh we just want to say again thank you hobbs thank you goblin lord podcast for having us uh on uh can't wait to have you back on the show um and that's that's pretty much all we got to say peace out from one more mana all right release us <laughs> release us <laughs>